Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Passionate about standing up for all Canadians. The Roy Green Show continues. I have something uh, interesting f- to read to you before the end of the hour. It is, it's just incredibly well written. And uh, no, I don't want to give it away. It's, you, you'll, you'll have to listen. Now, uh, let's begin with this Canada Revenue Agency. Now, I remember in this very studio a number of years ago, we've been doing a series of programs on CRA and how they dealt with small business. And there was a former small business owner that CRA had driven into bankruptcy sitting in this studio. And he told a story about having lost everything and was sitting in the shell of what once was his home. All the furniture was gone. Everything was gone. He didn't even own the home any longer. It had been taken from him by CRA and their agents. But he was sitting in the, in the home at night, and he was in a, in a small room where he'd previously had a, an office. And he was sitting with a shotgun pressed against his head. And that's what CRA had done to him. And we had heard story after story after story from small business owners who had been treated absolutely abysmally by this federal agency. Now, I'm just reading that their employees love them because they have some great programs for employees. But not so great in dealing with the average Canadian. You've seen the story, perhaps, and heard the story of um, Tony and Helen Samaru of Nanaimo. They uh, own a restaurant. They own a uh, um, nightclub and a motel. And uh, CRA accused them of skimming $1.7 million from their restaurant. A federal judge, federal court judge, was so disgusted that uh, he convicted CRA of malicious prosecution and ordered the Canada Revenue Agency to pay a million dollars in damages to Tony and Helen Samaru. Is it over? I don't know. I don't know what the rules are that uh, CRA plays by. Steve Kelleher does, and he joins us on the Roy Green Show. And uh, Steve is the lawyer for Tony and Helen Samaru. Steve, thank you very much for taking the time 
Happy to do so, Roy. Can you give us uh, just background information on on how this began and and what CRA was demanding and what they accused your clients of? Well, we'd probably be here for a week if I were to give you the blow-by-blow. This started for the Samaroos 12 years ago. They've been in court uh, facing uh, charges for a decade now. They've been paying lawyers, uh, both in the criminal court and and in the tax court for now over a decade. But if I could just comment on your introductory remarks about the devastation that's wrought oftentimes by the CRA, it seems they don't have a sense of proportionality. Everyone is Al Capone. They go for the juggler and devastation on uh, routinely small business people, but they just don't seem to have a governor, a Something that will say, "Hey, don't destroy these people. If you, if they if they misstated their taxes, give them an appropriate punishment, but don't destroy them, and don't revel in it. You go to their web page, and you will see that they uh, list the numbers of millions of dollars that they've collected." from taxpayers and the number of years that they have put Canadian citizens in jail last year. And and the letter of direction from the Prime Minister is for CRA to te- treat Canadians like clients. It's evidence that they treat them like prey. And those notches on their gun that they put every year in their stats of Canadians imprisoned. Think of another, is there another uh, liberal Western democracy that does that? Do the RCMP uh, issue a bulletin at the end of the year of how many hundreds of years that they've managed to imprison people? Uh, The proposition is, well, people, people have to pay their taxes. That's true. Well, they can't go around robbing and killing one another either. It doesn't justify what's taking place here with the CRA. And that is the state, the government of Canada, is licensing them to inflict fear in the minds and hearts of Canadians. So that the the justification is so they will pay their taxes. And so they devote all of this time for advertising the malevolence that they're inflicting. I think their default position is they feel that just about every Canadian is trying to scam the system, whereas the truth of the matter is that the majority of Canadians feel that there is a bill to be paid in order to live in our society and take advantage of what is available. So we have our fair share to pay. But we don't need to be don't need to be hunted uh, based on wanted, dead, or alive posters. Where where do they get off trying to legitimize the presumption that we're tax thieves? That's how they begin. That's treating Canadians like clients. It really is outrageous. When, you know, I started out by saying y- y- your comment about 
that fellow with the shotgun. Never for, I will never forget that. Well, you sat I here to my right. Since this judgment come, has come out, I can't say a hundred, maybe more emails and telephone calls, and some of them are very frightening. I had a, an email from a woman on Friday night. I read it, and I thought, whoa, this person needs help. She was talking herself into a corner. She was saying she couldn't pay. The interest was building up and up. And, and this is a small businesswoman. I, I, I got back to her, not as a lawyer, but just as a human being, to try to get her in touch with people before, you know, something serious happens here. But the level of fear that's in the tone of these communications, people think that I can do something. I can't do something about this sort of thing. It's going to take political intervention. Political intervention born of the recognition. They have to listen, not to me, not to the commentators, but to the judge's ruling. He's a Supreme Court judge of the province of British Columbia. His language is measured and thoughtful. And he's telling us the culture of the CRA that exhibits glee in the ruination of those that were wrongly prosecuted is deeply troubling. That's not a canary in a gold mine. That's a fire alarm. And we, our politicians, it's a sick cash cow. They've got to risk killing it nonetheless. They your, have to do something about this. Yeah, your clients were charged, you know, they faced 21 charges, correct? Right. And they were acquitted of each and every one of them. Every one of them. They were rubbish. They were thrown out in provincial court. After, on the, not on a technicality, Roy. We spent 19 days in there, 18 of them on the Crown's case, introducing the evidence, one witness after the other, one uh, binder of, of uh, accounting uh, machinations after the other, devastated. There was no case. And Tony Samaru got on the stand, subjected himself to cross-examination. All of their cockamamie theories put to him. The judge looks at him and says, what are you talking about? I believe him. It's not on a technicality. It's not on a reasonable doubt. They had no case. And what did they do? On the same facts, the same witnesses, the, 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 the same case they run on a parallel basis in tax court usually when there's an acquittal uh, rendered in in criminal court the tax court will be uh, discontinued now that's what i'm told i'm not a tax lawyer but it makes sense if it's if it's dismissed on the merits rather than some technicality say okay maybe we've got it wrong we move on but not here oh no they double down and they've got the same witness, the same evidence, the same penalties that will ruin the Samaroos, take their home and their businesses just as, just as effectively as the criminal trial, only they don't risk imprisonment, just being left on the street penniless. That's what the CRA is threatening to do to them today. Now, you say to yourself, this can't be. 
nobody could could exercise such predatory parasitic judgment but that's them and that's what they're doing and they'll look you right in the eyeball and say so what we've got the power to do it and you are going to learn one thing mr samaru and mrs samaru you win against us you lose anyway we'll break you we'll exhaust you it doesn't matter to them what it costs they're paying for the persecution of the samarus with our money steve can i get you to hold for just a second I want to come back with with steve kelleher so the canada revenue agency they have a job to do in their job description nowhere does it say you persecute canadians nowhere does it say you have a man who spent years of his life building a business sitting in a radio studio in tears talking about having had a shotgun pressed against his head. His own shotgun by him because of CRA. Nowhere does it say that a judge can declare them CRA to have been malicious in their prosecution of the Samaroos. And they say, so what? Judgment of $1.7 million for that family, for those for the two people? <laughs> We're coming for you anyway. More with Steve Kelleher. When we come back on The Roy Green Show, it's the Chorus Radio Network. He's always up for a good debate. This is The Roy Green Show. A few minutes longer with Steve Kelleher. Just let me just uh, read a couple of lines to bring us uh, on stream if people are just joining us on this disturbing story. This is from Global News. It's not over yet for a B.C. couple who was awarded $1.7 million in damages after a B.C. Supreme Court judge ruled the Canada Revenue Agency destroyed their livelihood. According to the family's lawyer, Steve Kelleher, Tony and Helen Samaru now face going through it all again in the Tax Court of Canada despite being acquitted of all 21 charges in 2010. Awful. Awful. And they have the power. So the charges, Steve, are dismissed, and yet here they go again. So please carry on. Well, not only were the charges dismissed, they were dismissed years ago. The malicious prosecution has overtaken that, and the Supreme Court judge, not the provincial court uh, criminal uh, judge that acquitted them and on the merits, um, finding that the prosecution was based on voodoo accounting. Uh, a Supreme Court judge now, after a full uh, trial, has found, uh, has gone one step uh, further uh, to find that there was no evidentiary basis to begin the prosecution and that it was done by misrepresenting evidence concealing evidence and attempting to imprison these people knowing full well there wasn't an evidentiary basis for it. Uh, and, and after that, as we stand today, the CRA is considering whether to appeal the Supreme Court judge's ruling, which I might say I, I strongly suggest to your listeners that they go to, go to the Supreme Court of B.C. webpage and have a look at the ruling. It's very readable. 
Uh, it's simple, straightforward. Everyone can read it and everyone can understand exactly what's being said here. And you don't have to rely on commentators or interpreters. It's there for everyone to see. Uh, and what you'll see now is the CRA is sitting back in their deliberations, deciding whether to take another run at the Samaroos on an appeal of that judgment and whether to continue their prosecution in tax court. Remember this, they don't spend a nickel on lawyers, and any judgment that's rendered uh, against the CRA comes out of the pockets of Canadian uh, taxpayers. They could have settled that case uh, on the first day the pleadings were filed, and they said no. They ran it on the basis that we've done nothing wrong, and we're just going to go ahead, obscure, obfuscate, appeal every interim ruling, uh, deny, and then when the rubber hits the road, they're thinking about an appeal. It's mind-numbing to listen to this. Because the well, fear factor... Well, it's not a one-off, Roy. Yeah, I know, I was about to say, the fear factor for everyone in this country has just been multiplied um, over and over. This is, uh, this is an organization that has no conscience, clearly. Roy, the thing is that all the folks out there who felt the lash of this crowd are ashamed they're ashamed to be accused of being tax evaders, so they don't say a word. But everybody that's listening to this knows somebody mm -hmm. who was hammered ruthlessly by these people. Mm -hmm. The intention is that we're afraid of them. They enjoy that. Steve, I thank you so much. People won't, they won't speak up. Because they're ashamed to say, well, you're a tax evader. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Let me, uh, let me see what happens. I'll open the phone lines for a little while here. And uh, I do thank you for joining us. I, I have to take a break, but I... Right, Roy. I, I had no I, idea. I mean, I, I knew the nuts and bolts of the story. Yeah. I didn't know a lot of the things that you shared with us. Yeah, I've got to I've got to leave you now. So thank you very much for giving me the opportunity. Well, thank you. For I just hope that they do the right thing here and leave these people alone. Leave them alone. Yeah. Hashtag leave them alone. Steve Kelleher, the lawyer for the Samaroos. That's just outrageous. And Steve is correct. It happens again and again to good people who've done nothing wrong. They made mistakes on their taxes. That doesn't make them Bonnie and Clyde. 800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. Have you had an experience with the Canada Revenue Agency or its predecessor, Revenue Canada, that left you in difficulty, that affected you not only financially but emotionally? What do they do to you? 800-263-2428.